cars are the second largest purchase most consumers are ever going to make. You really need to trust the person on the other end of that transaction to feel confident in your purchase. Many marketers are familiar with the traditional four P's of marketing, which are product, price, place, and promotion. But here at Cars, we believe the automotive industry needs its own twist on these marketing principles, especially in today's ever-evolving environment. Our guest today is Cars.com's Director of B2B Marketing, Jacob Whitler, who's going to share why automotive marketing professionals need to rethink the fourth P and how to view these strategies through a 2021 lens. Jacob, welcome to Unscheduled Maintenance, and thank you for joining us. Could you share a little bit about your background? Sure thing. Steve, I'd be happy to. And you might be bored during this section because you and I have known each other for what, 10 years now? Like, I started at Cars.com sitting right next to you, man. Miss your face. It's been a while since we've seen each other in the office. Indeed. No, I've been at Cars for about 11 years now, have worked in a variety of departments at Cars.com, from sales to product development, even finance for a short stint. What I do today is I oversee our B2B marketing team and, uh, Thankfully, a big part of my job is interacting with our dealer customers, really understanding kind of what they're seeing out in the field and what they need from our marketing solutions. So that's a big part of my role here at the company today. Before that, uh, spent a little bit of brief time on the newspaper side, particularly with Gannett. Um, so do have a little bit of retail advertising experience, but bulk of my career spent in the automotive space and have loved it. The four P's of automotive marketing is something I know we've talked about at Cars for a number of years. But for those listeners who may not know or be as familiar with it, could you walk us through exactly what these are? Absolutely. And before we get into the four P's of automotive marketing, let's go with like the classical four P's of marketing. And if you've ever sat in a college one-on-one course on business or advertising, you're probably familiar with this. It's the basic concept that any effective marketing approach for a product comes down to four key factors. Product, which is the good or service you're selling. Price, which is quite simply the price, right? How much you're selling it for. Uh, And the associated positioning of that price in a competitive market for those types of products. The place, which is really the environment. Where is a consumer going to find and engage with this product and purchase it? Where is that going to be a natural fit for them? And then finally, promotion. Just the traditional sense of what efforts you're doing to raise awareness about that product and why the consumer should specifically buy it. Now, these act as a good starting point for how you market any solution. But as we know, not all goods and services created equal. And as we like to say, automotive is unique, right? It's unlike almost any other shopping experience out there. And so one thing we've realized in studying the consumer journey for decades here at cars.com is the four P's are a little different on our side. And there's this element of person, right? The sales rep, the F&I manager who's helping you understand those monthly payments. These factors matter so much more in an automotive purchase than they might in a smaller retail purchases, which is why we created the four P's of automotive marketing, which is product, price, place, and person. Let's stick on that person element. Why do you think that's such an important piece in modern car shopping? Well, person is is a unique element that I would say is relatively inconsequential for like 95% of purchases. So Steve, imagine you're going to Best Buy and you're going to buy a video game. What your purchase price is going to look like is probably between $50 and $100. You might ask an associate to help or provide input, but honestly, nine out of 10 times, You're going to go to the aisle, you're going to grab something, you're going to check out. Now, as the scale of that purchase moves up, let's stick with Best Buyer. Let's say you're buying a TV or a laptop. The likelihood of not only you engaging with a sales associate, looking for that professional opinion, looking for that help, not only does that grow, but the potential impact of what that engagement will have on your purchase decision 
also gross. It's this really unique relationship where, as I mentioned, the vast majority of purchases, that person really isn't going to matter. But as that purchase price ticks up, up, and up, the impact of that really, really grows. And cars are the second largest purchase most consumers are ever going to make. You really need to trust the person on the other end of that transaction to feel confident in your purchase. We see this in the largest purchase sector, real estate, right? Real estate's likely the largest purchase you're ever going to make. And the marketing element of real estate has evolved so much over the past 10 years when you look at things like Redfin, where really what's being marketed is just the seller agent or the buyer agent, right? They have really embraced that P, a person, because they realize how critical that is to anybody's purchase. If you drive around Chicago right now, guaranteed rate, one of the largest mortgage providers in this area, their billboards are just giant pictures of their agents with their agent's name. And they do this because they know for that scale of purchase, that is what's really going to matter and impact it more than anything, is the trust and the expertise and the consultation and the guidance of that person. And when you go to a dealership, and I recently bought a car three weeks ago, so I'm just coming off of just having having lived this personally. I've worked at cars for years. I've read editorial content for years. I know about cars, but it's still matters to me who's sitting on the other side of that desk, who's helping me understand the options available to me, all the incentives, as someone who just had a second child, what I need to be considering in this purchase for a life change event. That person matters so much to this purchase in ways that aren't replicated in the retail field. Do you see measurable impacts for those dealers who lean into that people element? We do. And and I'll go back to that guaranteed rate example where when you see the impacts, that's when you start to market with it because you understand how much it can drive. But on the cars.com side specifically, we actually just fielded some research um, talking with our customers, really understanding some of the value perceptions they see from us and really how our leads are performing. And one interesting thing we found is dealers who are leveraging cars.com and dealerator, for those who might not be familiar, dealerator is a subsidiary of cars.com. They have over 10 million dealership reviews and they actually have reviews for individual salespeople. People can leave a review for the individual they worked with. Leads that come into dealerships that either originate on the dealerator site or come in through our salesperson connect feature, which allows the lead to be submitted to a direct individual who has review content tied to them. Dealers self-reported a 40% increased close rates off those leads. 40% increased close rate, which means you're getting those leads in. You're seeing huge impactful differences in your business in terms of your salespeople effectiveness to sell them. And that is where you can really take this fourth P, the person into your marketing where you might not for any other type of product and make it drive amazing results for your business that you will really feel on your bottom line. On this podcast, we've talked a lot about the importance of online presence and online reputation, and we'd like to practice what we preach. That's why I'm excited to share that Cars.com's Dealer Raider has hit the 10 million review mark. That's right, 10 million recent car buyers have left a review for local dealers on Dealer Raider. And these reviews are syndicated across Cars.com, Dealer Inspire websites, Facebook, and more third-party marketplaces to help in-market car shoppers make informed car buying decisions while substantially improving local dealers' reach, reputation, and SEO value. To learn more about how you can strengthen your online reputation, visit growwithcars.com. 
We've touched on the people element, but let's talk some more on the other P's and what dealers should be considering in terms of their marketing strategy around those for 2021. Man, we, we thought 2020 was this seismic shift where everything changed forever. And 2021 has just made us realize, no, these, there's always going to be these years. Things are going to change every single year. We're always going to have to adapt and evolve. And I think when we look at the four P's, price is a big, obvious starting point for like what's different in 2021. We're sitting down and recording this in late April of 2021. And, uh, what we're seeing right now is some really interesting elements on the inventory side. This is a seller's market. We are seeing dealers report to us some of the highest profit margins on a per unit basis that they've ever seen. And what's interesting is not just the shift. And, you know, this has been going on for some degree for six months. It's just really starting to crescendo right now. But this was preceded by years and years of many in the industry really leaning hard into velocity pricing models. For those who aren't familiar, velocity pricing models are these approaches to marketing where you're consistently dropping the price basically every three days in an attempt to curn the car at its fastest rate possible. But you're not starting at the price you want to move it. You're just continually dropping, 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 dropping till you hit that point of turn. And I think one of the biggest lessons and opportunities from all this is putting the right level of emphasis on price, but not making it all about price. I think that's the mistake that we made several years ago, we being an industry. We bought in hard to that velocity pricing model, and we made everything about the selling of that vehicle about price. And now what we're seeing in this market is consumers buying vehicles at really healthy margins for the business, not bad prices, fair prices, things that make sense for both sides of this business. And they're paying those prices because what is being marketed to them, the way we're approaching the value of these cars and marketing the value of those cars to them is going beyond price. It's no longer both the lead and the close. It's talking about these other elements. It's focusing on other things. And dealers have made that shift because of the supply constraints. But I do think it's something that we would be wise to hold well beyond we get back to regular supply levels because we are seeing the impact it can have on businesses and we're seeing the benefits on both sides of the marketplace they can have when you move the conversation away from just price. Which brings us into product and place, right? I believe those are areas you're saying that maybe smarter or more tactful marketing focus in the upcoming years can make that difference. Absolutely. That, that is something I'm incredibly passionate about. Right. I, I do not like to operate in a spectrum where price is the driving factor. And I think if we're going to take a silver lining out of the hell we've all been living in for the past year, it's being able to really incorporate these learnings and have them be part of our marketing strategies moving forward for product. What the pandemic has actually bred of, again, just the silver linings we might be seeing is folks leaning more into the technology that might allow them to showcase that product in a more dynamic and engaging way when people are online. Think the 3D photo spins, think um, ways that they can really get that feel inside the vehicle, think expanded merchandising, people putting more time because they are more reliant on those engagements happening more online into fully merchandising those vehicles, making sure consumers understand everything they're getting with every vehicle they're looking at and appreciating those finite details in the merchandising that are too often missed when we're placing these products online and marketing them. So that's the product side of it. On the place side, this is another thing that has completely changed. If you and I had had a discussion about the four P's of automotive marketing two years ago, it would have all been about the reputation of your store, getting that online reputation reviews. But the other thing that has really transformed in the past year is what is place, right? It's no longer just the dealership. It's about home delivery. It's about 
where the place is that you're going to acquire that vehicle and where that business is going to be had. When we talked about the classical model of four Ps, when they talk about place as a marketing element, it's not about being at Best Buy. It's not about just the store. It's where are people going to interact with this product in a way that makes an impact on them and increases the likelihood of their purchase. That's what place means from a marketing perspective. It's putting the product in a place that really creates that environment where the comfortable where the customer feels comfortable buying. And dealers now have the opportunity to create that place on two fronts. They can do it in the store. They can create an environment of expertise and consultation that makes them really comfortable buying there. And we've all gained the muscle strength and the understanding of processes through this pandemic on how we can bring the place to them and make that purchase happen in their driveway in a way that's comfortable and convenient for them. And again, what's most important makes that as important of a factor as the price. I think that's a critical learning we can take from all this that's only going to benefit us moving forward. Jake, that's a lot of really great information on how to leverage the four Ps of automotive marketing. Um, Where can people go to learn more about this? Thankfully, we have a wealth of additional knowledge on this topic, insights, best practices, things you can take and apply to your marketing strategy tomorrow. And you can find those on Grow With Cars. If you go to growwithcars.com, there is a drop-down section called Strategy. And in that drop-down section, we have a ton of free, easy-to-access guides around all types of different marketing approaches. We just launched one that's an updated view on the four Ps of automotive marketing, really speaks to not just the four Ps, but a lot of the things we've talked about on this podcast today as to how 2021 has really shifted and added some importance to different elements of this. And in addition to that, we've got plenty of additional guides that reinforce product, how to sell your cars online, all the benefits of merchandising there, place, how to win deal of the year, and things to do for your reputation strategy. We've got a wealth of knowledge across these free to access, no email address required. So definitely go to growwithcars.com, check the strategy drop down and lots of things people can take there. And like I said, apply to their marketing strategies tomorrow if they so choose. Today's episode was our season three finale. And I truly hope you've enjoyed the many interviews with industry experts over the last few months. I know I certainly have. Be sure to subscribe for updates on season four and visit growwithcars.com for our back library of episodes and all of the free guides Jake mentioned today. Thanks for listening to Unscheduled Maintenance. Unscheduled Maintenance was created by Alex Vetter and Jake Whitler and is a production of Cars Inc. and is hosted by me, Steve Gady. Our senior producer is Evan Sears. Sarah Nicholas is our producer, along with assistant producer Ryan corgan Wetzel. Audio mixed by Chris Franzen. Original design and animations for each episode created by Paul Dolan and Matt Coenia. You can see those and listen to all of our episodes at growwithcars.com slash unscheduled maintenance. Unscheduled maintenance is recorded remotely from our homes. We're looking forward to working in person again when we're able to safely return to our studio. Thanks for listening.